You're listening to Fit Girl Talk Radio with your host, Sarah Thomas. Sarah has been a nationally certified personal trainer since 2010, specializing in women's fitness, has a bachelor's degree in nutrition and exercise physiology, and is an IPE bikini pro bodybuilder, all while being a wife, a mom, business owner, and frequent traveler. In each episode, Sarah and her guests will discuss all things related to self-growth, health, wellness, fitness, and nutrition. So grab a coffee, get comfy, and join Join them for some Fit Girl Talk. Okay, you guys, before we dive into this week's episode, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about the Lip Queen, Nurse Lauren. So if you haven't heard, Nurse Lauren is opening up um, her own studio, Modern Med, and it's opening very soon. Um, And Nurse Lauren is so amazing. She is knowledgeable. She's so smart. She's kind. Um, She is like the ultimate boss, boss babe energy. Okay. Which I think we should make that a thing. Boss babe energy. Um, But anyways, she's amazing. And make sure you follow her at Nurse Lauren STL on Instagram and Modern Med STL on Instagram um, for all things like beauty tips Um, updates on Modern Med opening, uh, before and afters of all the services she offers. She's just so, so amazing, and I highly recommend that you follow her. Um, Nurse Lauren does everything from Botox, filler, lip injections, skincare, facials, peels, microneedling, PDO threads, Kybella. Like, she is everything, and I highly, highly recommend her if you're interested in any of that stuff. Um, you can find out more information or book online with her at modernmedstl.com. Um, and thanks to Nurse Lauren and Modern Med, this week's episode is brought to you. Hey guys, I'm your host, Sarah Thomas, and I'm so excited you tuned in to Fake Girl Talk Radio today. Um, today we have on Katie Miller, and um, if you follow Katie on Instagram, you already know how amazing she is. Um, but Katie Miller lives in Denver, Colorado, right? Denver? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, she lives in Denver and she's a retired IFBB bikini pro um, turned holistic health coach. And Katie does like, does it all. She has like her own podcast. She has her own program. She does one-on-one coaching. Um, she does everything. Um, for women, weight loss, and I'll let her really talk about what she's doing now because her business has kind of shifted over the last 12 months or so. Um, But I'm really excited to have Katie on because she's just very, she's gone through a lot of change in the last year or so, and she's been very open about it, which is not easy when you have a very large following, especially when, um, you know, for somebody like Katie, social media is their business. And to make a shift like that in your life is scary in itself it's scary enough on your own but then to have hundreds of thousands of people um watching it unfold and then have their own opinions about it and then unfollow or make comments um things like that it's just a lot and it's a lot more than what people realize um and the people that make comments and things like that I don't think that they understand how much change people are going through in their own lives. And the fact that they're willing to share it with the world is scary enough. Um, So 
I always feel deeply when I see people going through change openly on social media, and it's very brave. Um, it really is. So without further ado, Katie, welcome and tell us about yourself. Yeah, thank you so much, Sarah, for having me. Um, I love your podcast and I love everything you're doing. So I'm very grateful that you are interviewing me. But um, so I'm Katie, obviously, Sarah said. I My like statement now that I do, um, since I've shifted focus from more of like coaching competitors to a holistic health business is I assist women in fat loss, inner peace, and balanced lifestyles through fitness and personal development. So that personal development really has entered my life in the past two years. And that has completely changed me as it, like as a human being. And I saw the power of it and I started implementing it into my programs and my clients. And I started seeing these women like make these massive changes in their lives more than just like a fat loss journey. And um, so I was like, I'm onto something. I got to blend this together and make it into the, a whole holistic kind of business. And um, like Sarah said, it wasn't always like that. I um, was more coaching competitors and just focusing on like the fat loss with no um, mindset aspect to it. Um, but yeah, that's who I am. And disclaimer, if you hear a dog bark, I have two dogs. So <laughs> Yeah, so we're all at home, still COVID and everything. And I always say that, but also I just do my podcasting from home. So yeah. sorry, I don't know. That's just what I do. I don't have a studio right now. So right. Um, anyways, so yes, Katie, um, I don't want to spend a ton of time on this because it no longer serves you, but um, briefly touch on your competing history with us. And I know briefly touch on that is so hard to say because it was your identity for years. Um, but tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. I mean, you couldn't have said it better. Like it is hard to briefly touch on it. Cause it was like, I ate, slept, breathed. What's breath, breathed. <laughs> um, <competing. Right? laughs> um, and I was like from, tw or it was, yeah, I was 20 years old to 27 years old. I just was back to back competing, engulfed in it, fitness modeling, the whole thing. Um, so attached um, to my outer appearance. And um, that's what I really feel like with competing, like whether you're super enlightened or not, you're going to have to focus on your outer appearance a lot. And that can way down on you over time, obviously, where I just finally said enough is enough. But um, with that journey, I um, ended up placing top five at national NPC nationals over and over and over again. And that's how I grew my following on Instagram is um, everybody was like, who is this girl? She's like points away from winning every time, but she hasn't gotten it yet. So I had this massive like following of people like rooting for me to get my pro card. And then I finally got my pro card and I thought it would bring me all this happiness and joy. And, you know, I mean, when you're like lower twenties, I feel like that's the journey everybody goes through. They think money, they think um, material things, they think a trophy, they think all of that is, is their end goal and like what's going to bring them happiness. And I got it. And my, it didn't feel like how I thought it was going to feel. And my mental health like went straight down. 
ever since I got it because I thought I had to upkeep this like 7% body fat 24-7. I thought I had to act a certain way. I thought I had to do well in the pro league. I thought, and it was just this whole mess. And that's how I kind of said, screw it. I'm going to figure out who I am. And then this whole holistic mental mindset and like manifestation journey came upon yeah, and I, it's so funny that you say that like all these people were rooting for you because I was one of them. I've been following you since I got interested in competing like three or four years back, and um, I watched you compete, and it felt like um, you were always in prep is what it felt like, and every time I'd be like, this is it. Like, she's going to win, you know, and I'd watch like throughout the day. Like, that seems so weird, but people were invested in it. You lived it. You breathed it. <laughs> breathed it, right? Um, <laughs> you but you did and it was so your passion was there and the drive was there and you wanted it and we wanted it for you and then I do remember when you won and everybody was like yes she did it and then we all went about our lives you know and kind of the same thing happened to you it was like yes this happened and then it was like oh shit now I got to keep doing this like this happened right and uh, I remember you dove back on the stage and um, I don't remember how many times you did after that but um you know at least for me as somebody watching, it was like, she won now. So I, I lost interest in following the journey as well, um, to be totally honest. And um, then you made this shift and it was, you say that your mental health declined and you, you know, and you're going to talk about this, but as your mental health declines, your physical health does too, right? It's one in one. Um, and you went through a lot of weird stuff, physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, um, and you were very open about it. So where, where do you find yourself now? Like, what does an average day look like to you now that you're on this new path? So it, it's just so different. Like, it's like, um, I don't even know where to begin, but um, I was just on autopilot. I was living a life that was very surface level. And that's not to say, okay, so there's a difference between a surface level person and a person who's living surface level. You can be living surface level and not be a surface level person, if that makes sense. You can be into things that are, you, you know, very deep and stuff, but you can still be living not a, um, like a life that is on a higher consciousness. And so that's where I was. I was very low consciousness, autopilot, go, go, go. I didn't know who I was underneath my body um, and my looks. And that's not to say, again, I was not surface level. I had very deep conversation. And I'm saying this for anybody who is where I was at. Um, the first step, honestly, that I did was surrender to a higher power. And that is like key. But going to your question with what an average day is for me now, and the biggest difference to what it used to be is I prep and prime my mindset every morning. And I'm very, very aware of my triggers and what I surround my subconscious with. So um, every morning I'll wake up, I'll either read, journal, or meditate, or um, use oracle cards. Um, 
And so I don't force myself to do any of those, just whatever I feel called to do in that moment. Cause right. It's supposed to be a mindful thing. Not because if you're like, I'm going to journal every day, that's taking the mindfulness out of it actually. So I just choose one of those many things to kind of strengthen. I call it my mindfulness muscle. And um, then after I'll move my body, I'll either jog or walk outside or do um, a HIIT workout with my membership ladies or um, something, and then I'm ready to go. So I would say that's probably the biggest difference of my life back then to now is I spend a lot of time on me so that I'm reflecting to the world um, what I want to receive back. Yes, I love that. Um, so I want to talk about, okay, so this kind of leads like right into why I brought Katie on anyway. So I want to talk about the power of manifesting and all these little things that you do throughout the day that I find so interesting. Um, and you share them so openly. Um, but let's talk first of all about manifesting. And I think that that's something that we see a lot right now, or at least I've seen it for years now, right? Like even going back to like the secret or whatever that book was or DVD or whatever way back when, um, I have it right next to me. Okay. Yes. So like, I think we see it a lot and it's very woo woo. And, um, especially as somebody that was in such a different lifestyle before. Okay. So you have evolved into this. So where did you, how did you make that shift in your mind from like, this is not woo woo to this is like real and it's powerful and it's everything that you see. If you believe it, it really is, which is exactly what manifesting is. Okay. So explain to us how, how you got there mentally. So it was a long journey, my spiritual journey. And, um, I would say the key was to follow a bunch of different people and figure out like, um, who are doing this kind of messaging and figure out like what resonated with me at that time. So back then when manifestation seemed like too woo woo and like fake to me and like, okay, another person talking about manifestation. Um, the person that resonated me, with me the most was Gabby Bernstein. And um, The Universe Has Your Back is the f- book that really started it all for me. Um, that changed my whole life. It, it rocked me and it really, it, it, I highly recommend it. And that's, I have all my clients like, you're reading this first book. But, um, and then when that starts to resonate and make more sense for you, you can start diving into other people's messages um, around that. And I would say the secret is a very, it's written so easy. Like I feel like a fourth grader could read it. It's just such an easy breezy read. And that really made manifestation and visualization click in my head. Um, But I would say, yeah, the key is to follow a bunch of different people and figure out what resonates with you at that moment. And then you can start diving deeper into spirituality the more you feel comfortable with it. So tell me about your angel cards, um, because I I think that's what you call them. That's what I call them. And I, I used to, when I was in my early 20s and I was going through so many confusing times, love, life, career, um, love, love, right? So like I was so confused and um, somebody at, I used to work at Wellbridge in town and country um, and she taught me about angel cards and I got my own and I loved it and it was like so fun. And I had so many questions about my life at the time. So I really like dove into it. And since then I don't have as many 
I guess now I do other questions, but anyways, I, my, my questions were answered and I found the love of my life and all these things. But, um, so tell me about your angel cards and what do you ask every day? What do you use them for daily? Yeah. So they just connect you closer to your intuition because everything you need is truly inside of you. We um, use coaches as guides to pull that out of us and help us get closer to our intuition. And so truly like, I mean, that's one of my favorite affirmations is everything I need is, you know, inside of me and I I have everything I need within me. So um, that's what it does. And it's just like a subtle, like little affirmation to maybe set an intention for the day. And then the ones that seem a little more spiritual, I would say those really connect you closer to your intuition because it's like one might say like take a break or one might say play. And like, then I look at it and I decipher what does that mean to me in this moment? Like, how am I being go, go, go. And how can I maybe fit some play into my day so I can um, just be vibrating at a higher frequency and attract more things at that frequency. And um, it's just so good. So something I really like to do is I'll shuffle it and then I'll put it, I'll place the deck on my heart and I'll say, um, what do I need to hear to um, be the best version of me today? And that's usually what I um, will ask. I never have asked a specific question. Um, I know a lot of people do that, but it's, it's really good. Yes. Um, where did you get your angel cards online or in a store? Yeah. So um, my favorite deck right now is called Work Your Light. Um, I think it's by someone called Re- by Rebecca something. Um, Amazon has everything. Or Gabby Bernstein's... Um, universe has your back or, um, super attractor cards. I recommend the super attractor cards because they're, that book's more about manifesting. And if you haven't read, um, the universe has your back, I don't know if the cards would truly, um, make as much sense as if you had read the book. Got it. Okay. Well, I am totally going to read that book because you mentioned it so many times. And so I like, I've already written it down. (laughs) So, um, Okay, so you talk about triggers and things that make you feel like kind of um, basically crummy um, inside and then it reflects on your outside. And I know you've recently talked about a few shows and things like that that make you feel the way, that way. So I want you to tell us more about that. Yeah, so um, intentionally putting things... So we are operating 95%. There's different stats online. Some say 99, some say 90, some say 95 but your subconscious mind, which is operating out of patterns, habits, and what you surround yourself with, that's what we act upon 95% of the time. So when you learn that, you can intentionally put things in your subconscious and you'll just naturally act upon it. Um, And so when you put crappy things on your subconscious, um, like the handmaid's tale or 13 reasons why. And guys, I'm totally guilty. I was like, so engulfed in these shows. And I was like, these are so good. And then the next day, like I just woke up so, so entirely depressed and down and like, couldn't kick it. And I'm like, Oh, I need to be strong and just not watch this. Um, so I Googled the ending. I'm like, whatever. I don't want to see it anyway. Yes. (laughs) Now, you know, Um, that's so interesting because, um, you know, I think 
you are very, very in tune with your body and your emotions and you're very aware of what's going on. But um, I'd say the majority of people aren't. And so the fact that you can really hone in and figure out that like, oh, this is why, like, this is not who I am. This is not just because it's a Monday or whatever. Like, it's because I w- was watching this and this is me and you know that. And I think that's so awesome. Um, and, you know, just listening to you talk about this kind of stuff, like, it's not phony and it's not something that you're just doing to be a certain way, you know, like you can tell the way you talk about it, you know it, you understand it, you've researched it, you've learned it, you're passionate about it. Um, it's real. And it's really cool to see somebody go through so many changes and to have it like genuinely be real. And uh, it's, it's very, very cool. I'm very, very excited to have you on. Um, but I wanted to ask about there are people in situations with triggers like this, um, negative people in their lives, negative situations, um, things that aren't just like on Netflix, but things that are real, that are constantly affecting our inner emotions and our inner mental health that we can't necessarily just turn off with the push of a button. It's maybe somebody that you have to be around or some kind of situation that's going on right now that's heavy. Um, What advice do you have for like, cleansing yourself of that or clearing that um, mentally? Um, First, I want to preface this with um, you learn your triggers through um, self-exploring and um, journaling and getting to know yourself. So over two years of like journaling and like getting to know myself, I've I've learned what has triggered me. Um, And so that's like number one is really getting to know yourself, understanding your triggers. When um, my mom says certain things, I'm triggered. So like before I go see my family, I will, um, there's something I heard, um, I haven't seen my family in forever, but one of my mentors last year, she said before she goes to see family, she blesses like the area where she's, she envisions the entryway. She's like, I'm going to bless this entry, this home, and I'm just going to bring myself no matter what. And she like kind of sets the intention to um, create that boundary between like whatever that person is going to say that might trigger you. Um, But basically you really need to know your triggers and then you need to um, set very, very firm boundaries. And that will look different for every single person. So um, whether that's shutting off like immediately something that somebody says and said, we're not say, saying like, we're not going to talk about this and changing the subject or um, maybe having a sit down conversation with them, or maybe that means meditating for an hour, <laughs> not an hour, but maybe that means meditating and like jogging outside and journaling like making sure you're really taken care of so you can see that like this negative person like so you're not engulfing their energy you're you've built this kind of aura around you that's strong and nobody can come inside of your aura if that makes sense it it absolutely does make sense and i love that you said the sit down conversation but that wasn't really your main thing because you really can't change other people and you can't change their negativity and whatever it is that gets to you might not get to them. And even if it does, it's not your problem. So I love that you touched that, but then 
moved on to more things that you can do for yourself and be outside, eat, work out or whatever, like all these other things you can do to kind of move forward. Um, because I know we all have those kind of people in our lives. And some of us are in situations where we can just basically say, no, thanks. I, I don't really want to have you in my life anymore. And some people, whether it's somebody you work with or somebody that you live with or something like that, that you can't really just shut out right away. Um, there are ways to take care of yourself and keep yourself protected. And I, I think that's very important. So. And I will say if it's really weighing you down, you have to weigh out the options um, because your mental health is, is key. I mean, if you're happy, your, your husband, your kids, your friends, your friends are going to, everyone's going to be taken care of. If you're not, you're going to be, I don't know if I can swear on here, but <laughs> you're going to be a brat. Pretend I said the other B word. Um, but you're, you're going to do like, so if your mental health is a hundred percent the priority and um, so weigh out your options. And sometimes you really do. I had to cut out a friend out of my life when I was going on this journey. She was my best friend. Um, and, you know, we've kind of, after two years, we've reconnected. Um, but there's still a little distance. Like, obviously, I've moved. But um, you have to do what's best for you and weigh out the options if you need to kind of take a really a big break from that person. It's okay to grow apart from people. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, and it's not easy, but it's worth it yeah. when you decide to move forward with something like that. You can almost literally feel the weight lifted, you know. Um, yeah, and like you said, all of this stuff looks different for everybody in every situation. Um, and it might even look different from your journey today from tomorrow. So just going with the flow and understanding and and the things that you do, you're open every day to seeing what you need and what your soul needs and what... Um, all of it, you know, like it's just, it's so, I'm getting goosebumps because <laughs> I just know how hard some things can be. And so anyways, I digress, but um, Katie, okay. First of all, everybody needs to go follow Katie. Um, her Instagram is at K, the letter K, the letter T Miller fit, right? Katie yeah. Miller. Um, go follow her. And if you are interested in this kind of stuff, she has IGTVs on it. She has highlights on it. She has posts on it. You can read, watch, listen, whatever. Um, she has a podcast. Uh, what's your podcast called? So it's called Fit and Free by Katie Miller. Yes. Um, so listen to that. Um, she's got so much good information out there. So just give her a follow and um, watch her as she evolves too and she continues to develop into who she's going to be um but i do know that katie has an offer for you guys um that i'm gonna let her talk about um right now yeah so a lot of what i do is about sustainable fitness and so i have a free ebook on my website www.katie actually spelled out k-t-i-e millerfitness.com um, and under the tab free gift, you'll be able to um, grab the lose weight and keep it off mini ebook. So that's just kind of an introduction to sustainable weight loss. And um, I do dive a little bit into mindset, but not much. If you're wanting mindset, yes, like Sarah said, head to definitely my podcast or my Instagram. And if anything I've said on this podcast confuses you, just message me on Instagram. You know, I, 
I light up when I talk about mindset stuff. So I would love to clear up any questions you guys have around, you know, these topics. Yes. Okay. So Katie, lastly, can you give us your number one tip for somebody that wants to begin um, this mindset, holistic health, mental health journey? What's your number one tip? My number one tip is to know of all the tools in your toolbox available for you. There's many. The ones that I preach are nature walks, um, journaling, meditation, breath work, reading, podcasts, um, and I think there's more I'm leaving out, and books. Know your tools in your toolbox. You don't have to do all of them. Heck no. Don't overwhelm yourself. Pick one and really dive into it and get to know yourself. And um, when you're ready for a second tool out of the toolbox, give it a try. Don't force it and just show up for yourself every day by doing one of those just for five minutes, just five minutes. I think you guys all can commit just five minutes a day to filling yourself up so you pour into everybody else in your life and you're just happy. She's so right. And what she is talking about is not something that she's just feeding you guys. This is literally how Katie runs her day. If you follow her, she will, oh no, we're losing internet. But anyways, follow her story um, in her, on her Instagram because she does some of these things. Some days she's like, I don't want to do this, but I'm just going to try it for five minutes. And she does it. And then afterwards she's like, this is amazing. My life is amazing. I'm so happy because it's really helping her. Um, so anyways, before I lose Katie, um, I just want to say thank you so much and thank you for your time. Everybody go follow her. Um, I loved having you. You're so good. So thank you and keep doing what you're doing. You're changing the world. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much. All right, guys, please make sure to subscribe to Fit Girl Talk Radio and give us a review. I would greatly appreciate it. Have a great day. Have a great week. And as always, just do the best you can out there. And I promise we'll talk again soon.